Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. This show is written, produced, and engineered in Huchin, occupied a lonely territory, a.k.a. the East Bay Area. Stay with us as tonight we bring you a list of community resources available to you. On tonight's show, we'll hear interviews from the recent resource fair in Antioch, music performed live from the resource fair by apprentice graduate David de la Gran. And finally, we'll hear from the latest KPFA First Voice local community hero. All that tonight on Full Circle. We're your hosts, Ariel Moshirion, a.k.a. Shafiq Ibn Sina. And I'm Freewell and Franklin. Please stay with us. All right. Again, welcome and greetings, everyone, to Full Circle. Thanks for tuning in tonight. On your to your local community radio station KPFA, the spring fun di- uh, fun drive just ended. Woo! Thank you to all our listeners that donated. And if you feel you missed your opportunity to donate, that is not the case. You can still go online for the next week or so and get anything that was featured during this drive. That is kpfaapprentice.org. And again. Thank you to everyone that donated uh, during this past fun drive. Let's uh, get on with our show tonight. On the last Saturday in April, a couple dozen nonprofit organizations from East Contra Costa County gathered in the parking lot of the Rivertown Resource Center in downtown Antioch. They were there as part of a resource fair put on by the organization community Violent Solutions, also known as CVS. Not to be confused with the store chain, CVS has been holding resource fairs in Marin County for a number of years and wanted to bring the same awareness of our resources to East Contra Costa County. Full Circle was there and gathered some interviews to share with you in hopes to continue to spread the word on these valuable and mostly free resources available to residents of Contra Costa County and particularly East Contra Costa County. We start with the group that organized the resource fair, Community Violent Solutions. We are speaking with uh, Lily Gonzalez. And what is your uh, position with Community Violent Solutions? I am a prevention educator, but I wear many hats. I um, also am a crisis counselor, and we do a drop-in center here for victims of human trafficking, a drop-in center with the young women. So I facilitate uh, an empowerment circle as well. Violence and sexual violence is like, it's hard to even talk about it. How do you guys work around like the stigma of being trafficked or to being sexually assaulted? What do you guys do to help people and to get them into here to actually speak to you? So our conversation starts in the first grade. We go in uh, to the classrooms. We have contracts with the school district. So we go in and we have a bullying and touching safety program to recognize. We use the three R's, recognize, refuse, and report. To recognize uh, signs of whether it's bullying, hurting someone, physically or uh, emotionally, which as they get older um, transforms into harassment and as they get older transforms into assault. 
So we do the prevention education. We talk, we name our private parts. Um, we teach them that if somebody is touching them, how to report it. So we make the uncomfortable comfortable at a young age. Even with parents, it's very hard to kind of get out of the norm of not talking about it. So um, we just open that door of discussion to make the uncomfortable comfortable. And as far as um, a crime goes, you guys deal with people that are victims of crime. What would you recommend if someone has experienced sexual assault or some sort of inappropriate behavior? And we all know that it's, it's a shame game a lot of times mm-hmm. that uh, people will be um, convinced that it's shameful to them. They won't want to discuss it or it'll be made into um, some sort of secret that mm-hmm. they won't want to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you recommend for folks that are just kind of on the edge and ready to speak out. How could they reach out and get Definitely a lot of shame and even self-blame. But I think at any point, whether it's something that's fresh or something that's old, whether they need immediate help, we're here to to advocate, uh, to be that support system. We're there to accompany in the hospitals. We're there to accompany in the police department to be that support system. So when that a person doesn't feel that they have the strength to do it, we're there to support Also, it's never too late to find the support, even if you don't want to go as far as reporting or as far as, you know, seeing a trial happen. As long as you're getting the help for yourself, that healing for yourself, just, you know, step forward and find that. And the office here has a lot of functions. Talk about the hotline and um, the services that we provide here in Antioch CVS. Mm -hmm. So the hotline is a 24-hour hotline. We all go through a training uh, to be counselors on this hotline. I'm actually on the hotline on Fridays. And actually, um, I didn't really quite explain, but what is the hotline? So the hotline, it's an 800 number where, let's say, if somebody's been a victim of sexual assault, again, whether it's something that happened within 24 hours to seven days, seven days is kind of, it is the limit for the hospitals to do an exam. We call it the SART exam, which is an in-depth kind of physical seven days is the limit because the evidence wears off on the body again we're there to be support during that process besides that if it's something that's happened beyond seven days again we offer free counseling case uh, we have caseworkers to work closely with the person like i mentioned i'm from the prevention department we do education in the schools from elementary all the way to college we also offer self-defense workshops we also have a differential response group that works closely with cfs we have uh, also so the drop-in center, that's just a center for anybody to drop in if they've been a victim of sexual assault or a victim of trafficking. Yeah, all our services are free. Lily, in the case of a child being harmed, would you encourage parents to turn to CVS? Are you equipped to handle a child situation? Most definitely. For for myself, my experience has been there's been children that disclose in the schools, whether it happens in the schools or whether a child discloses at home, they should definitely either reach um, us, CVS, or the police. Unfortunately, sexual assault is a crime that happens from people that we know, we love, and we trust. So unfortunately, most of the times these people are in our homes. So if CFS needs to be contacted as well, um, that needs to happen. But definitely always have the best interest of the child. All right. And the other thing is I heard you say um, woman and she a couple of times. What if the family finds that 
that their boy child has been molested or harmed in some way or outside of a family if it's a young man uh, or a boy or teen do you have a way uh, or experience dealing with a situation where there is that additional layer of misunderstanding about uh, a violence against or trafficking of uh, boys and mm-hmm, men. Mm-hmm. And firstly, my apologies. I always like to keep it, you know, um, equal when I mention uh, sexual violence because it is something that happens to young men. And unfortunately, it's something that not only is underreported um, in general, but especially from from men, it's something that's underreported. And we do have the capacity to um, serve young men as well. A question that came in for mm-hmm. you. So if a person is getting threats and it's from a family member, because I was using mm-hmm. the example of being supported by mm-hmm. your family members to come to CVS, mm-hmm. but if the threat is coming from a family member, but there's been no actual physical abuse, do you take on that sort of support? Or do you suggest that the uh, domestic violence organizations that are here in Antioch mm-hmm. and uh, East Contra Costa step in? Yes, um, we do work closely with STAN, that's a domestic violence um, organization. And whenever somebody calls our crisis line and it sounds more like it's a domestic violence issue, then yes, we do refer them to STAND. However, I do want to also mention, and I've heard this a lot, people say that just because their abuse isn't physical, that it's not domestic violence. and it's definitely not true. The emotional abuse is real, and it's also to be considered as domestic violence. So I also advise do not wait for it to turn into a physically violent situation. Get out. When in doubt, get out. That's what we like to say in prevention. <laughs> what if you're not actually living together, but it's still um, a family member who may be paying visits to your home or maybe um, leaving threatening phone calls, messages, mm-hmm. stuff like that? Yeah, I, I don't recommend, you know, taking threats lightly. Do what you have to do to protect yourself. Um, even as far as restraining orders, I definitely, you know, recommend to not wait until something has happened. You know, definitely take threats as red flags, as warning signs to make sure to keep yourself safe. And Lily, can you, nice and slow, mm-hmm. give out that 800 number yes. uh, for CVS? Yes, and, and again, it serves Contra Costa County and Marin County. And um, what is this hotline again? This is? This is a 24-hour crisis line, and it's 1-800-670-7273. And again, it's 1-800-670-RAPE. And so someone would call that number if they yeah, have experienced anything? Any time anything. of the day is 24 hours. Again, if they've um, experienced sexual violence, whether it was within seven days or whether it was 40 years ago and they're just, you know, having some kind of triggering moment right now and they just want to talk it over, that's what we're there for. And then before we let you go, today we had a, a resource fair put on by Community Violence Solutions. But talk about mm-hmm. having your first resource fair out here in Antioch and what you look forward to in the future. Well, it was beautiful to turn out was good it really um even for myself just to learn what's out there to better refer um you know the people that we work with we do do the resource fair in marin and i just hope for more growth 
more of the community knowing that we're here. Um, we say that we want to work ourselves out of a job. You know, we want to do our job so well that eventually we do end sexual violence. But yeah, just for the community to know that we're here, for the youth to know that we're here. You know, you have a system of support here in Antioch and we're really excited to even get in the schools. You know, this is a call out to the whole community just to be more aware that, you know, this is a topic that hurts all generations and it's it is time for us to either speak up or um just to support each other a little more and that's the voice of lily gonzalez of community violence solutions and they are based throughout contra costa county and we're speaking today from the rivertown resource center where they do have offices um the phone number is 925-706-4290 that's 925-706-4290 Four two nine zero. Well, again, uh, Lily Gonzalez, we thank you very much for being out here today, and we really appreciate uh, all the work that CVS does, not only in the community to help end sexual assault, um, sex trafficking, and domestic violence. That's not the only organization that was here today, and mm -hmm. we thank you as an organization for bringing out all the other organizations that came out today. You know, Antioch needs support services. We need to let the community know that all these services that were here today are available. We had child development. We had health care. Uh, we had job opportunities, mm -hmm. training programs, um, stand. We had so many uh, resources out here today and in, in, in Antioch for people that could need them. And if it wasn't for Community Violence Solutions organizing this and putting this all together um, it wouldn't have happened out here so we really appreciate all the work that CVS is doing thank you and appreciate <laughs> bringing it to Antioch like this to really share with the community and make it make it available because a lot of times we and the service community know about all these resources and we do our best to share the resources with everybody mm -hmm. but a lot of times there's services out there that people need that they don't even know they exist exactly and events like this are um, what mm -hmm. makes it available mm -hmm. to us and we appreciate that and so if you are um, in need and you want to seek the services of community violence solutions in Antioch um, the phone number is 925-706-4290 that's 925-706-4290 and again we'll post all this information on our website kpfaapprentice.org uh, Lily Gonzalez we thank you very much thank for being you. here and thanks for all the work you all did today to bring this great resource fair to us thank you thank you Alright, welcome back to Full Circle on 94.1 KPFA. A big shout out to, again to Lily Gonzalez and Community Violence Solutions. Also a big shout out to Karen Padilla and Teresa Anderson, both of Community Violence Solutions. And I also include myself, Freewell and Franklin. We all worked really hard to organize this resource fair in Antioch and we're hoping to make it an annual event. Again, if you or a friend or a loved one was ever the victim of sexual assault, sexual violence, or sex trafficking, CVS can help. You could reach them online at cvsolutions.org, or you can call the rape hotline at 1-800-670-RAPE. You can also reach the Antioch office directly at 925-706-4290. But the easiest way to get all the links and contact info will be to go to our website after the show tonight. And that is kpfaapprentice.org. And it should be up all by 9 o'clock. That's also where you can listen to a special sound collage of many other resource organizations that did not get on the air tonight. Check it out. kpfaapprentice.org. Well, let's take a short music break from graduate apprentice and musician David de la Gran and La Gran Puchica. Hello. 
lamentos y esos recuerdos déjame en paz pues ya no quiero recordar estos sentimientos ya no quiero recordar estos sentimientos Capitán, capitán, ¿dónde vamos? Capitán, 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 ¿a dónde vamos? Capitán, capitán, ¿dónde vamos? Capitán, 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 ¿a dónde vamos? Dime por favor ¿Dónde vamos, capitán? Dime por favor ¿A dónde vamos, capitán? Welcome back to Full Circle on KPFA 94.1 FM and KPFA.org. That was Capitan by La Gran Puchica, featuring graduate apprentice David de la Gran, and on the maracones was La Machina Leslie Rodriguez. And again, thank you, David, for providing some live music for our event. And thanks to all the apprentices that came out and were a part of this great community event in Antioch. I know for me personally, I'm mostly traveling west from Antioch, headed out this way to Huchin, the Berkeley, Oakland area. But it was great to see the crew heading out east. And it was great to be part of a meaningful community event in Antioch, which is my hometown. And I learned a lot about being part of the organizing crew. And I certainly... Do look forward to being a part of this event again next year. These organizations are an amazing resource. I currently reside in Concord, and I know experientially that folks there need this kind of help and healing. There are many black, brown, and immigrant communities that are struggling and are underserved. Community events like this uplift communities indiscriminately and cultivates a place for healing. And speaking of how important community is and being an active part of it, the First Voice Apprenticeship Program is focused on not only teaching radio, but developing community and community partners. Part of our connection to and development of community comes through the recognizing of people that make a difference in the community and give of themselves to and for others. The way we recognize them is through our local Community Hero Award. And what better place to honor a local community hero than a gathering of local nonprofit organizations like a resource fair? This is our own Free Will and Franklin presenting La Clinica de la Raza, community health educator Marta Fuentes with the local Community Hero Award. So we're here today. We're with a lot of organizations that have come out. And we want to make sure that we recognize everybody that uh, supports our community. And standing right here next to me is Marta Fuentes. Everyone give a hand for Martha Fuentes. So how many of you know Martha already? All right, good, good. We just want to honor Martha for all the work that you do because we know you work hard in the community. And uh, Martha works uh, tirelessly and nonstop for the community, right? Yes. And, and so Martha's been working 28 years for La Clinica. And she, uh, yep, 28 years, right? I mean, I was just born. So Martha has been working 28 years just with La Clinica, but that's not all she does, right? 
So as I met Martha at the community partnership meetings, she talks about all the different hats that she wears and all the different uh, works that she does. And um, she's tireless. She's uh, nonstop. And when she is not working at La Clinica, she's off doing other things, helping people throughout our community. So we wanted to honor Martha in a special way today because you work so hard and you're an inspiration to a lot of us. And so we got this special gift for you. Okay, and so we got this great certificate for Martha. And what we do over here with the radio, we're First Voice Media. We come out of KPFA in Berkeley. And we like to offer a Community Hero Award. And Martha is our Community Hero today. And on this plaque... It says, First Voice Media recognizes Martha Fuentes as a local community hero for her selfless dedication, her passion, and her commitment to community service in Contra Costa County. And then um, we gave some quotes here from some famous folks that have done service. So, love cannot remain by itself. It has no meaning. Love has to be put into action, and that action is service. And service is the rent we pay for being. It is the very purpose of life and not something you do in your spare time. That's true, right? Because she's always working. And that was from Miriam Wright Edelman. And the first one was from Mother Teresa. Sorry, I didn't name who it was. And then we have another one. We must use our lives to make the world a better place, not just to acquire things. That is what we are put on earth for. And that's from Dolores Huerta. And then at the bottom it says, we honor Martha Fuentes this 28th day of April, 2018. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to say anything, feel free to say something. Well, yes, I, I like to appreciate the recognition. I feel that I'm not the only community hero, as Frank says. You know, it's a lot of people doing the same thing. But wearing so many hats in the community, to me, it's tireless because it's a lot of work out there. I do have another hat which is very helpful in the community and I am part Elanon. So my commitment is to make sure that all these families attend these meetings that will heal you and help you. So, you know, I help in each way I can the community. A lot of families are crying for help. A lot of families are not going to doctors because they don't have insurance, they don't qualify, because they don't have the right documents. But we work around everything, all the barrels, to make this happen to them because they are human beings. We can single them out like they don't belong in this earth. They're human beings and they belong to God. And being with God or coming from God, we have to do that. And I'm here to do that and serve my community. Every family that I touch, that I, they know me, I've done a lot. I work, uh, when I was in Oakland, I work with uh, attorneys. I learn a lot. I'm not an attorney, but I know when a case is a case. And I know when it can be pursued. And it can be a case to make justice. Sometimes not making or earning money or winning anything, but it's just to make justice. Because as a human being, we deserved the respect and to live a happy, healthy life, dignity. 
So for the clinic, I make sure that everyone is being seen, has doctor's visits, insurance. If it's not an insurance, it's a program, but we place them in each one of them because they also deserve to be healthy. And when you're healthy, your mind is in the right place. Without being healthy and hungry, you can function. So we have to look out for those individuals, and I'm here to do that. I can work for La Clinica from 8 to 5, but from 5 and on till 12 midnight, I'm on my own, Martha's heart. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, again, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA. That was Martha Fuentes receiving the First Voice Media Local Community Hero Award at the Rivertown Resource Center in downtown Antioch. We were out there at the end of April and recorded all these sounds and interviews. Next, we wanted to hear more local community hero, Martha Fuentes. So after the presentation, Frank and Martha sat down with Full Circle host and producer, Laura Echegueray to find out more about La Clinica and Marta's role in the organization and her community. And we also are joined by our local community hero, Marta Fuentes. How you doing, Marta? I'm doing great. Doing great. And Marta works for La Clinica in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's part of La Clinica de la Raza. She just received our Community Hero Award from KPFA in the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. And again, thank you, Marta, for all the service that you do to our community out here. Oh, it feels great. I feel that I don't deserve it. I think I should do even more than what I do, but I do it with all my heart. Wearing so many heads that I can alleviate a lot of problems and hurting from our community. And it's great to know that if I come in for at least five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, I can help a lot and a lot of people will be directed to the right direction to get help. All the resources are here, but we just need to know where they're at so we can direct our people. Our people depend on us. So we are the leaders and we need to lead them the right way. Well, talk about the work that you do at La Clinica. What is um, your position there and what do you do on a regular basis? My position at La Clinica is a community health educator. It's pretty broad. I do a lot. I attend the network meetings in the community so that way I can get attached to other community members. From there, I can help my community. I also assist people to apply for Medi-Cal for Cover California. I'm one of the certified enrolled counselors. Every year I have to pass the test and be recertified year by year. And this is our fifth year working with uh, Cover California. And everybody deserves to be seen medically. Everybody needs medical services. Well, tell us a little bit about La Clinica. It helps everyone in the community, but do you have to have insurance? Can you come in without insurance? Do you have to be documented? Could you be undocumented? How does it work at La Clinica? La Clinica de la Raza. It's one agency that I love working for, two reasons. They provide medical services, dental services, mental services, optometry, and all these services are available to everyone as a human being. A lot of people think that because of the name, La Clinica de la Raza, we only see Latinos, no, we see everybody. 
Everybody who's a human being can be seen in la clinica, with or without insurance. Este, we have the sliding scale discount. So depending on how much you make is how much you pay. Also depending on the size of your family. So we make it possible for everyone. Fantastic. I've been with La Clinica 28 years. I started in Oakland because I love what I do. It seems to be like I just started yesterday. I don't feel tired. I'm not overwhelmed. I just get up every morning and said, oh, this is another day. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me another day to help, to keep helping. My word is to help, help, help. I don't care. From, you know, La Clinica's schedule, I have to respect it, eight to four, eight to five. But from five and on, it's Martha's on time. I punch out, I go home, but with many things in my agenda. To stop by and help someone, any paperwork they receive that they feel like, you know, they're not gonna sleep that night. For me, it could be something minor, but for them could be a nightmare. I don't want people to have nightmares when it's in the palm of my hand to help them out. What kind of uh, uh, nightmare do you see most often? When somebody says, I received a letter from the medical, and even though it's in their own language, they cannot still understand or comprehend exactly what it means. So those kind of things I like to help in. Well, what time you get off? Oh, 3, 30, 4 o'clock. Well, I cannot get to you until 5 o'clock. Don't worry. Where can I see you? You want me to see you at Starbucks? You, you know, I find the, the site where we can meet so I can help them out. And as someone that gives of themselves in service to the community, why do you think it's so important to give of yourself to the community? Like I said before, so that way people can feel comfortable, can have peace, and they can be up and running and finish the rest of their the day comfortable, not worry about stuff. Sometimes it's about wrongful termination in their jobs. And they said, well, I said, Come in, I can help you. I can uh, refer you to an attorney. Oh, but I'm undocumented. I said, I don't care. You still have rights, and I, I can still find help for you. That is not in the description of La Clinica's um, job for me and my job description, but it's in my heart job description. So that's why I do that. I don't care if that person says, I don't get, I'm not going to get to you until 8 o'clock at night. So I tell my family, I'm going to be tied up for 30 minutes after 8. Let me feed you. I'm going to be in some, such a place, such place so I can assist somebody. And thank God my family uh, helps me and they don't question me. They don't say, why are you stepping out of the house for this? No. I'm a free soul and I have to be free. I cannot be controlled by someone because God is using me only for one purpose. For service. For service. Well, let me get some um, information about La Clinica before we uh, move on and get our next guest. If someone was looking to get in touch with La Clinica, um, where could they reach out to? Well, our main number, which is at uh, Oakland, it's um, 510-535-4000. That's our main, main number. And they can direct you to every site 
every city, every department. What is um, some of the cities that you guys are located in where you work out of now? Central County, Conquer, East County, Pittsburgh, ENIAC, Fort East County, Oakley. We have another clinic over there. And also Solano County. We're spread out. We also have our uh, teen clinics throughout the schools in Alameda County uh, to prevent um, venereal diseases and early pregnancy in our teens. Are there any above programs directed to teens or a specific age at La Clinica? Yes, for teens we have from 12 to uh, 21 where they can uh, seek for services, receive services without parents' uh, consent. Our engineer over here has been curious about the dental services. What do you offer as dental services for people that might have um, some dental issues that they need help with? Complete general dentistry services. We have it not only for adults, for the entire family. We also offer all the way up to implants. Well, I knew what it was like to have a missing tooth, and it does bring your self-esteem down a little bit. So um, getting your tooth fixed may be a boost that you need and may help you get out there and get that job that you want and um, to put yourself out there. Well, Martha, we want to, again, um, thank you for all the service that you do. We know that you're tireless and that you're passionate, and that's why we wanted to recognize you today. Um, as I've watched you over the last few years, you've really been an inspiration to me to do community service, and that's partially why we're here today, to record all you guys and to honor you and to just be a part of our local community. So we thank you. Well, I thank you very much. It's just quite of an honor to be recognized and People know that I'm here to help. And like I said, people think that we charge, but no, we don't charge. Especially me, after I'm on my own um, schedule, that's a no-no. Never offer me money because my heart is there for service. Well, with that, we'll, um, we'll let you go, Martha. And um, again, thank you very much for all the work that you do out here in Contra Costa Thank you. County. It was a great day to participate in this health fair. I know it was the first health fair, but I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you. Welcome back to KPFA 94.1 FM. This is the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. And Full Circle is our weekly show right here on 94.1 KPFA or online at kpfa.org every Friday night at 7 p.m. Tonight, we are featuring sounds from the Resource Fair in Antioch, organized by Community Violence Solutions. Excuse me. And we were just listening to an interview with Martha Fuentes of La Clinica de la Raza, and she was the latest recipient of First Voice Media's Local Community Hero Award. You can go to our website, kpfaapprentice.org, to see some pictures of Martha and even a short video of the presentation. And we want to remind you that... There, you will also find more audio from the Resource Fair, thanks to graduate apprentice Sarah Blanco, who went out into the Resource Fair and collected short interviews with many, many more organizations. That audio is there as well as links to all the organizations we featured on the air tonight, including the ones that Sarah spoke to. That's kpfaapprentice.org. And if you appreciate the work that we're doing and bringing you all these local resources, please, you still have a chance to donate to KPFA. You can go to kpfa.org give us a click and donate what you can all the fun drive gifts are still available to you there that's kpfa.org 
Thank you to everyone that's been donating. We're going to take another short music break and we'll be right back. Por a mi paladar Y le puedo dar Puede soñar Pues nadie me quiere Porque soy un gusanito Pero tú sí me quieres Porque soy un gusanito Cada día me pico con la uña de la rosa No me importa que me duela pero subo cada día Me pico con la uña de la rosa De la rosa, de la rosa Voy a volar a encontrar esa flor Cuando sube muy alto volando yo iré Welcome back to Full Circle here at the Mothership, KPFA. Right here in Occupied Huchin, a.k.a. Berkeley. That was La Gran Puchica performing El Choconoy live at the Resource Fair. At least a couple members. That is graduate apprentice David de la Gran and La Machina, Leslie Rodriguez. We will have a link to La Gran Puchica Facebook on our website, kpfaapprentice.org. And we are nearing the end of our show, and we still have a couple more interviews to go. But before we do go on, I wanted to send a special shout-out to Alvaro of Teocale, uh, Teocale, House of Creation Traditional Aztec Dancers. They came out and shared their prayers with us. Um, they prayed for our community. They prayed for our resource center. And they prayed for our women of our community in particular. And, of course... They prayed for our Mother Earth. And it felt really good and healing to see the Aztec dancers out there in Antioch. And I was very moved to be able to share that with my community. Yeah, Frank, respect to the Aztec dancers who continue to show love in the face of all the hatred spewing out from number 45 and his colonial imperial crew. Cultural activity like this resource fair helps to galvanize local communities that have been marginalized for far too long. Let's get back to the sound from the resource fair and hear from our next organization. We're here at the Antioch Rivertown Resource Center, and this is the Community Resource Fair. And again, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us the organization that you're with? Hello, uh, my name is Andrea Rios, and I work with the Family Justice Center. We have uh, two centers. We have one in Concord, and we have one in Richmond. And soon uh, we'll be coming to East, East County. 
Well, um, tell us what the um, organization offers. What do you do for the community and how can we um, access your um, services? We're basically a one-stop center for individuals who have gone through interpersonal violence. So that can be domestic violence, uh, human trafficking, elder abuse, child abuse, and sexual assault. So what we do as a center, when clients come in, they speak with a navigator. I myself am one of the navigators. And we we try to connect them with all of our partner agencies. We sit down with them and figure out what their needs are and make sure those connections are made. So like, let's say um, we could have a scenario here. Someone's experiencing um, domestic violence at their home. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you recommend that they do in order to um, keep themselves safe? And then beyond keeping themselves safe, what do they do as next steps to to heal their family? Um, If it's possible to keep the family together as a family unit, what do, um, what do folks do when they're in need like that? When a family's uh, experiencing in a, uh, domestic violence, depending where they're coming from, if they're in an immediate danger, the first thing we recommend is um, to go to a safe place. If they don't have a safe place, we connect them with shelters so that they can um, stay safe. But ultimately, the key is safety. We want them to to stay safe and Depending on their situations, they can get a restraining order if that's something they need, if they need immediate protection, if they need to speak to law enforcement. We recommend doing that as well. If they do need legal uh, resources, we have attorneys through our incubator of attorneys, the lawyers for family justice. We can connect them so they can get a, a free consult. If they do have children, they can speak to the attorneys uh, to figure out what they can do regarding their child custody and so on and so forth. And are these all free services or is there some sort of payment schedule or how do your services work? Uh, For them to come and speak to our navigators, our services are free. Uh, For the legal services, they get an initial free consultation. But our attorneys, they do have their own practice. So after the consultation, they each have an individual fee that they they have. But we we can support them if they can't afford an attorney. We can screen them for other services. And what does that services look like? We work closely with Bay Area Legal Aid. We also do connect our clients with the Bar Association. They also have programs for low-income families. What is the number one thing that you all see as an office that's happening right now, and what are you doing to help um, take care of that? There is a lot that is coming to our office. In reality, it's, it's all family violence and They all come from different areas. So every day is new. Every day is different. But what we're doing, we're really trying to maintain um, our clients to come to one space and get services directly there. We work closely with with the DA's office. So they send advocates to our center so clients don't have to move from one office to the other. We also work with the county for their program. We work with Community Violence Solutions, STAND, uh, amongst a lot of different partners that we have. Well, if someone was in need of your services, um, how would they reach out to contact you? And is there some sort of way that it can be kept low-key or do people have a safe place in your environment? What is the um, first steps for people in contacting? 
So they people can come in person. We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. We're located in Concord and in Richmond. So we always have a navigator available between those hours to meet with uh, clients coming in. You don't need to call in to make an appointment. You can just walk in. But if you do have questions, you can always call our office. Our number is 925 925- Five two one six three six six. Our Concord office is located in twenty one fifty one Salvia Street, uh, right in downtown Concord. Andrea Rios, thank you very much. And she is with the Family Justice Center. And if you're having an issue with inner family violence or anything that is uh, directly related to domestic violence or in-home personal violence, please reach out to Family Justice Center. Again, the number is five two one. 6366 and they are located in Concord at 2151 Salvio Street um, Suite 201 and we will post all this information on our website kpfaapprentice.org I'm Andrea thanks very much for being at the resource fair today and thanks for speaking with us here on Full Circle well thank you for having us and um, it was a great event thank you it was thank you alright welcome back to Full Circle Full Circle on the Bay's best radio station, KPFA. Tonight we are featuring sounds from the resource fair held at the Rivertown Resource Center in downtown Antioch. We are nearing the end of our program tonight, but we have one more resource for you, and it has to do with fair housing. Let's check it out. One of the other great organizations that is housed inside the Rivertown Resource Center here is Echo Housing. And joining us from Echo Housing is Wendy Borras. So Wendy is the counselor here. And tell us, what does Echo stand for and what is Echo Housing? ECHO actually stands for Eden Council for Hope and Opportunity. We are the fair housing agency that serves Contra Costa County. ECHO also serves the greater Bay Area. We offer multiple programs specifically for Contra Costa County. We have um, myself as the fair housing counselor and we have tenant landlord services for people who may have some disputes or questions about their rights as a tenant or their rights as a landlord. So let's talk about that briefly. Is that your number one job that you say you do around here? Uh, yes, that is. Um, so, the majority of my phone calls are um, discrimination related. So somebody who may be experiencing discrimination in their housing search or where they're currently housed. So describe some like what's how someone may be experiencing discrimination in their housing, uh, whether they're in their search or they're already living there. Describe a situation where they might be experiencing that. I usually give, give examples where if you have a family with small children. Maybe one of the parents went out to check out a property and they're interested in an apartment and they're told, oh yes, we have an upstairs unit available. And then they show up to, you know, do their move-in stuff and they see, oh, you have small children? We can't rent to you. You're on, that's that's a second story apartment. That would be illegal. That's steering. You have to give um, the first qualified candidate the opportunity to move into the, the unit. You cannot tell someone they cannot live in a certain apartment because they have minor children. <laughs> you, you just can't arbitrarily tell somebody they can't have a place that they qualify for. Other issues that come up is when you have maybe somebody who is part of a protected class 
maybe they are African-American. They show up at an apartment complex and they're told, oh, we don't have any availability. We're, we're all rented out. That one, that, that unit you saw that was advertised, we rented it this morning. And then if a Caucasian walks up and asks about that same apartment and they're told, oh, yeah, we have two units available. It's like, oh, there's, there's a problem there. And how could people be experiencing discrimination in a house or a place that they're already living? A discrimination can be uh, acts and words. So if you have a landlord who makes some kind of comment about your immigration status or maybe they threaten to call immigration on you for reporting issues or maintenance problems, reporting them to the city if they're violating code enforcement, that's discriminatory. That's that's the protected class of your national origin. So. And so um, what do you recommend folks do if they feel like something just isn't right what is their first step what do you um, suggest they do so the first step would be call echo and we we actually have uh, an 800 number that um, would go to our main office it's 855 ask echo um, or they can call directly into the um, Antioch office if they're within Contra Costa County and that's the 925-732-3919 I take calls um, all day long, basically, and it's people just present. This is that this is a situation that I experienced, and it just felt wrong. And they'll go through a scenario with me, and then we can parse out: is that discriminatory? Is this treatment that is based on a protected class that you belong to, or is this just a bad practice on the part of an? Well, I don't want to say abusive, but <laughs> but um, uh, on the part of a landlord. And um, let's flip the script for a minute here. Mm -hmm. um, residents are usually some of the people that will be calling you, but sometimes the landlord is yeah. in trouble with a tenant. I, I do get phone calls from landlords, and we're we're a neutral party, so we serve tenants and landlords. I get I've gotten phone calls from from landlords who are talking about. A problematic tenant, and they're not sure what they can do in terms of remedying that problem because they don't want to cross any lines. They don't want to do anything illegal. And I love getting those phone calls and being able to educate those landlords in terms of, okay, these are your rights and these are your your obligations. These are your tenants' rights and their obligations. And we're able to help both sides. Uh, my co-host, uh, Darlene here, has a question for you. Yeah, this question just came in. If a person becomes disabled, mm -hmm. uh, can the landlord or the building owner evict them because they are now asking for some accommodations in the property? No. Disability is one of our protected classes on the federal level. And anybody, the purpose of fair housing is to make sure that everybody has equal opportunity and access to housing. Um, when somebody's experiencing a disability, sometimes they need exceptions to rules so that they can experience um, and live in that property the same as other people. And if it's a fact of you need to have handbars installed or you need a railing out in front or you need to be allowed to have a service animal or an emotional support animal with you, maybe you are um, in need of a live-in care provider. 
you are able to make a request for a reasonable accommodation or reasonable modification. And they have to, by law, respond to it. And they are only able to deny you if it would be an unreasonable burden on them financially to grant you that accommodation or for you be able to be able to make a modification in your rental home. Um, again, that's Wendy Porras of Echo Housing. And could you give out your numbers one more time? Sure. So our 800 number is 855-ASK-ECHO. And then the line for our Antioch office, which is where I'm housed, is 925-732-3919. So if you are experiencing any sort of um, discrimination, uh, whether you are a landlord or a tenant, um, and you need some advice or some legal help from Echo, you can give them a call at that number. And again, we will post all this information on our website, kpfaapprentice.org. And we may have one more question that just came in, but I'm not sure what it is yet. So, um, yes, if people end up in the court system, uh, does Echo stand by them in court and provide guidance and assistance? Or what would Echo do if it came to court? If it's a matter that ends up going to court, then we would have to refer you to Barry Legal Aid or another agency because we're not lawyers. We are advocates and we are education providers and we are neutral party so we don't represent anybody but we do make sure that if whether you're a landlord or a tenant and you need to go in that direction that we're able to guide you towards the appropriate resources so you would pass um, them to directly to a resource that they could correct um, all right well that's great information and this is um, just another example of the great community resources that are available in Antioch and that was the point of the resource fair today was to let everybody know that hey we're out here these resources are available to you if you're ever around downtown Antioch stop on by the Rivertown Resource Center we're located at 301 West 10th Street at the corner of 10th and D and if you're familiar like I said earlier with Antioch it's the old Antioch police station um, it's right in the corner there's a nice parking lot in the back um, come on by check us out. If you're a nonprofit in the area looking for an office space, we have um, offices that we make available to nonprofit organizations. And we want to be a hub out here as a resource in Antioch so people can get the, um, the needed resources that are available and people can be made aware of the resources that are available to us. Wendy Porras. I'm learning. I'm learning. Echale Porras. With Echo Housing, thank you for being here today and thanks for all the work you guys do here at Echo in the Rivertown Resource Center. Well, thank you for having me. And Oh, I do have one last thing, but yes. also you not only speak English, but Echo also has Spanish-speaking. Correct. Impact. So if you have friends that are in the Spanish-speaking community um, that need assistance, they too can call Echo and there's um, resources available um, to non-English speakers. Correct. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Wendy. And thanks everybody for being with us today. Um, this is Full Circle on KPFA. We're at the Rivertown Resource Center and we're just wrapping up. Looks like the parking lot's almost empty and we're just wrapping up our community resource fair. It's been a great day. The the clouds have been out a little bit, but um, the sun is breaking through, and uh, we appreciate everyone that came out today. All 
right. That brings us to the end of tonight's show. Again, a big shout out to Community Violence Solutions for organizing this resource fair and especially to Karen Padilla and Teresa Anderson for all the work they put in to make this happen. And me, I worked a little bit. Also, thank you to all the local businesses that contributed gift cards and food, which we made available for free to anyone that stopped by. That includes Little Caesars Pizza on 18th Street, Aldino's Pizza, Celia's Mexican Restaurant, all in Antioch, and thanks to Costco Grocery Outlet and Safeway. And also a big shout out to Silvino Acala, who brought his delicious tamales, and thanks to everyone that helped in any way. And just a reminder, a full full circle is on every Friday evening right here at 7 p.m. right here on KPFA 94.1 and kpfa.org. Also, be sure to check out our website, kpfaapprentice.org. We still have some great interviews of other organizations that didn't make the air tonight, so you can learn all about them there. Also, you will find pictures and videos of our event and even all of our past shows. Our executive producer is Miss M. Our technical director is Frank Sterling. Joy Moore is our production consultant. We have been your host this evening, Shafiq Ibn Sina. And I'm Free Will and Franklin. Thanks to the fellow apprentices, Stevie G on the board, and our tech assist are from Group 43, Dry Long So Rising, Sharon Peterson. Oh, and uh, my man Steve in the control room just told us that Hack the Hood is graduating tonight in Oakland, so big shout out and much love. Stay tuned now for La Onda Baita. And also, if uh, you still feel like you have the urge to donate, give us a call or give us a click, kpfa.org. I believe the phone room actually still is taking calls, 1-800-439-5732. If you appreciate what you heard tonight and all these great community resources that we brought out tonight, make a donation if you can, kpfa.org. All week you've been hearing great, great programming, and tonight we got to top it off with these excellent community resources that are made available to you, especially us in the far east area of Contra Costa County, East Contra Costa County, Concord, Pittsburgh, Oakley, Brentwood, Antioch. Give us a call. Give us a click. KPFA.org. Thank you to everyone that's donated tonight. We got someone from South San Francisco, Baltimore, Maryland was in the house tonight, and Campbell. Thank you to everyone that donated. And we appreciated everyone that donated in our two weeks on the fun drive. We, uh, we are a training program, and it's great to be able to reflect that we also can bring in some funds to help support this community radio station. All right, Londa Cruz in the house. We've been your hosts. Shafiq Ebensino. And Freewell and Franklin. We'll check you out next week.